You're listening to the Online Tutor Business Podcast, where I help tutors get found, hired, and referred. Episode number 43. Do you love listening to other tutors' journeys to find out how they became successful? I know I do. And today, I am joined by Justine Forelli, Natalie Morales, and Crystal Harrison, who share their experience with teaching, how they decided to become online tutors, how their business is going today, and what their future looks like in the industry. Hi, I'm Joanne Kaminsky, and with 10 years experience tutoring online, I've made over a half a million dollars. And today, I help other tutors get similar results or better. In this podcast, you're going to be inspired by other tutors stepping into this journey and getting results. You'll learn strategies you can apply to your business, stop feeling alone in the process, and make more money so that you can feel amazing every time you have an aha moment with one of your students. This is the Online Tutor Business Podcast. Welcome, you guys. Today, you're going to get to hear tutors' journeys. How did they get started tutoring? Uh, What was their journey like as they began their business? And what is their business like today? That's exactly what you are going to learn. And I have three incredible women here today. Now, Natalie, you had a, a very different beginning when you came on in, didn't you? Because you, you actually started, you were a career changer. That's right. That's right. So tell so us about how, what, like, tell us about the career that you had, and then, and then how you decided to go on into teaching reading. My son was just about two years old, and he was like a sponge. He just soaked up everything I taught him. He knew his, he knew the alphabet. He knew he could count from one to ten in Spanish. So I just wanted to give him more because he wanted more. And I saw this ad, I remember it as if it were yesterday. I saw this ad in the newspaper saying, advertising teaching of reading program. It was a nine month program at the University of the West Indies. And I said, yes, I will do this. I signed up, I got into the program only to realize that I was the only one in the class who was not a teacher. At the time, I was working at the bank, but I had also been a radio presenter. I'd been a radio presenter for about 20 years. I have been a radio presenter, or I should say that was my profession for about 20 years. Yeah. And yeah, and I, I was, it was very alarming to hear all the teachers saying, I can't teach my students to read from regular schools. I, I don't know how to teach a child to read. And I said, whoa, I am so happy that I am here because I'm not going to leave that to the system and I the facilitator said she asked me she well do you have any children are you around children I said well I my son is just two yes he is brilliant but he's just two um she said that's it he's going to be your guinea pig he will be your student and when he turns four he would be reading anything and she even went on to list encyclopedia newspaper the bible and I said okay she's so positive and optimistic, wishful thinking, right? And when my son turned four, that's exactly what he did, guys. That's exactly what he did. He just left all of those other books and he started reading my Bible. He brought out some books that I had and he was reading them, all of those long words and difficult words in the Old Testament. He could read them even before I could. So I decided to take that because what I did as well, I I taught a lot of it outside of the textbook. And I realized that I was teaching um, phonemic awareness and phonological awareness even before. And before I, I knew what those terms meant. And I started to teach and I started doing so. I started doing it part time up until two years ago when teaching of reading became my my business, my full-time business. So it's the only thing that I do. And I am obsessed with teaching. And for me is looking at someone who is ignorant of whatever it is and just being taught that, being exposed and introduced to it and having extreme success. So I think I'm obsessed with that. I love it. I love all of us seem to have like those moments of yeah. of inspiration that really brought us to dive deeper into learning more about, you know, teaching, uh, reading and and I think that's so cool because I I mean I had my 
I had my own journey that I struggled with reading, you know, growing on up. And it was it wasn't easy for me. And I wanted it to be easy because I, 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 I really loved the idea of reading books. I, I loved the idea that was presented there and what I could learn. I was I was like a sponge. I could soak things in. And I just wanted to learn, learn, learn. But for some reason, learning to read didn't come easily for me. And then when I got into the school system, I found out the same thing, like with my with my students, that um, they all really pretty much struggled with reading. In fact, I had 70% of my students in my classroom were reading we're not reading on grade level. And it was like, wait, I need to know more about this because like the two classes that I had taken in college, just they were not enough. So like what you're saying, Natalie, that what the, you were talking to these teachers that were like, yeah, I wasn't prepared. I'm so glad that the situation is much different today. I think finally the, the colleges have heard our voice to say, look, we don't feel prepared in teaching our kids to read. You know, those two classes that we had to take, we like we need way more than that. That just is not enough. And and now because of the science of teaching reading, they're really building those things into the the school um, the schools that we go to, and and pumping that up so that we are better prepared. But I love how our personal join journey has really led us to not just be satisfied with the education we had, but to keep diving deeper so that we could become better at at being able to to do it so let's move on into our journey of like where how did you get started uh what made you leave where you were at to do what you do today in tutor justine where were you at in your life when you were making that decision to 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 leave what you were currently doing and and switch over to tutoring okay so where i was um I was commuting to San Francisco every day from, and that's um, like about 20 miles, you know, under the bay and a train and that kind of thing. And so, and at that time, um, the wildfires were going off in California. So it was kind of scary to leave here every day and not know like if you're going to be able to come back. Um, And there were, you know, there can be an earthquake anytime. So just kind of that. And then also in December of that year, I actually was coming back from work and I would ride a little bike back to the train from my, um, my job. And I did that every day and it wasn't even very far. It was just down the street on one of those little rental bikes that you mm-hmm. check out. And I was just, you know, going slowly down the hill. And then that was my last memory, like three to four hours later, my um, is my next memory when I'm in the hospital, in the ER. Yeah. So I, to this day, I don't know what happened, but basically I guess I just fainted and hit my head on the pavement and somebody found me and they took my own phone and called 911 and took pictures of me with my phone. And so then I know it was really scary. And so then I woke up in the hospital and I didn't have short-term memory for a long time. So I was just looping around and around and around. Um, this is what people tell me anyway. And during that time, I had called my um, my daughters and that kind of stuff. And all I would say was like, I'm hurt. I'm in the hospital. And they were so worried, you know, you can imagine. Anyway, so then um, luckily, I didn't have any um, long-term effects from that. Um, but it was, again, just another scary thing that happened. And then a few months after that, we all went into lockdown for COVID. And so I really liked being at home um, (laughs) on the computer teaching and I learned all the skills I needed. And so then, um, you know, then it started to become uh, easier and easier. And um, that summer, I, well, there's one more thing that happened is um, just in general, I was also kind of unhappy about some things at teaching and in the school and just all this stuff, you know, that you have to deal with. Mm-hmm. And so I had thought I had started writing like as a hobby, just like writing little articles about anything, you know, just that interests me. And I was like, huh, I wonder, you know, can you become a freelance writer <laughs> and that kind of thing. And so then I learned that copywriting is the way to make money if you're going to be um, a writer. So I signed up for a copywriting class and did that. Like that was going to be my plan. I was going to become a copywriter, have a portfolio, get out there and um, work from home. I wanted to be a freelancer. You know, I didn't want to do this commute anymore. And um, so I spent uh, that whole next year doing that. And then 
it was like my last day of work was getting closer and closer and closer. And I was getting more and more sick, you know, thinking about it that, oh my gosh, my income is going to end. And I have to now start pitching, cold pitching, right? Emails and trying to get copywriting. And it dawned on me, I'm like, wait a second, I'm doing two things. You know, like I'm trying to freelance, which is hard enough, right? I'm freelancing in something that I don't actually really have experience doing. You know, it's not like I have 20 years of marketing in a firm and now I'm going to just freelance for myself. And I, I was just feeling very blocked and I wasn't able to just start pitching, you know? I was able to do my portfolio and do spec ads, which are fake ads, um, but I wasn't able to really get out there and do it. And so I asked myself, like, well, what have I been doing that I could actually freelance in? And I'm like, well, duh, I'm a teacher, <laughs> I could start tutoring. And so that was when I Googled, um, you know, I think how to become an online tutor or how to become a tutor or something like that. And that's when I found your book, Joanne. And that's how it all started last year. And it was just immediate. And all of a sudden I went from feeling um, fake and inauthentic to like authentic. Cause I was like, oh, I can do this. You know, I know right. what I'm doing here. I love language, words, reading, like all that kind of stuff. Um, and I was like, yeah, this is for me. And not only that, because the um, I'm, feel very connected to the kids. I can do that. Um, so it was a no brainer really. And I'm just so excited. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. I'd never actually heard that story oh. <laughs> before of, of your, your motivation for, for making the switch. So thank you for, for sharing it with us. I, don't you just connect so much deeper with people when you hear these kinds of stories, you're just like, oh my gosh, like, wow. Like what? Yeah. I don't like commuting either, but like, I am so glad that, you know, I wasn't in an accident where I could have gotten hurt or, or something like that. But wow, what an incredible journey you've been on so far. Uh, Crystal, share with us, like, what helped you kind of make that decision to to step out of the classroom and, and, and do this? Yeah, so I was teaching in a private school for many years. And I chose that school because it's where my children go. And so I wanted to be able to take my kids to work stay with them all day and bring them home. I honestly never thought I was going to leave the classroom. I loved it so much. And then last year in March had some health issues arise and I've had rheumatoid arthritis for many years, but it kind of progressed and started attacking my organs. And so then it was putting a lot of stress on my heart. I was having some issues with blacking out and things like that in the classroom. Became a safety concern for myself something that I didn't feel was safe for the kids. Um, didn't want them being scared and things like that. And so we decided that resigning from my position was the best. Um, and so I actually didn't finish the last part of my school year. I was at home. Um, and so we had a long-term sub. And it was kind of like a bittersweet way to end. And so then I was at home missing my students, missing my kiddos. And I had several parents reach out to me whose kids were struggling since COVID, were wanting that extra support and wondering if I would be available to help them since I was now at home. And then I kept getting more parents from our school asking me and then more and more. And I was like, wow. oh, goodness. Well, I didn't start my job <laughs> as right. a tutor. My school community started it for me. And so I just was doing it just to have it and didn't have a website, didn't have anything like prepared. I was just sending them random links every time they wanted to meet. And then I decided, you know, this is actually something I can replenish like my job. I can make yeah. this a go and decided that it still allowed me to do what I was passionate about. Kind of took me out of that dark slump of everything I wanted was now kind of disappearing. Mm -hmm. And I started Harrison Tutoring Academy and been going like crazy ever since. Uh, once I realized that I was getting those referrals and that I didn't want to stop there. So we launched the website and have now students in multiple states and it's just, you know, booming. And then I found your program and found even more ways to connect to people outside of my immediate community and it has yeah substantially grown wow how exciting is that you know i i, I always tell people we all start with zero 
And then I hear stories like yours, Crystal. You didn't start with zero. Like you didn't even like, you didn't even tell people this is what you were doing. They're like, hey, how about, you know, and I never even thought about that. I, I The very first students that I had as well, I had one student that I started off with in person. I was still teaching at the time. And that was based off of a referral. So I kind of didn't start off at zero either. I had, you know, had that, that, that taste of it. And just like when somebody else like referred me to work with their child, I was like, oh, I like this. I want to do it more, but I don't want to do it in person. I want to do it online because I don't want to have to drive and do all that kind of stuff. So um, I want to be more present for my kids. I love that your your kids are part of your story, too, that, um, you know, you get to you get to now like have the best of both worlds. I think that's so awesome. Natalie, tell us about you. How did how did you start your tutoring journey? Yeah, especially like, let's say for two years ago, when I became a full-time tutor, I was working at the radio at the time. And when COVID-19 hit, we got our first case in the middle of March and the media felt it because it was so unpredictable. So people started pulling ads and so on. Of course, we get paid by ads. And there were three of us working on the morning show and no one knew what was going to take place. So at the end of our contract they only left one person to do the show so the morning i left for work that same morning here's what i got isaiah 41 verse 15 where it says i will make you a threshing sledge and i will make your teeth sharper and i will make a, i will give you new teeth it's something like that it surrounds that so it means that this is a positive word this is a powerful word so imagine you are getting that word on the same day when they're not going to renew your contract so of course I have to believe, and I did believe, I didn't know all of this would eventually take place, but I also believe that in life, things don't happen to you, they happen for you. So this was just happening for me two years ago. And I immediately started doing online. And I started doing Zoom online. It was very, very new. So I had to learn about Zoom and uh, there I was, I had 29 students, but I had 29 students and my, my, my cost for that session. Uh, so the sessions were two half hour sessions per week and they would pay monthly. So that came up to about 25, 30 US dollars per month. And to 29 students, it was not bad. It was bringing in something, but I sat for the entire day and I worked. I love it because I love teaching. And then I started Googling online teaching and online tutoring and so on. And of course I came up upon Joanne. And when I found you, Joanne, I could not afford you at the time, but I started binge watching and I started learning everything. And in no time I signed up, I signed up for your program and the rest, the rest was history because I now charge because $30 per month per student and I now charge 50 US mm. per hour. Nice. So, right, so I was able to move from there to there and it was not about just wanting to be the best tutor. I just wanted to, or, or I should say to make more money, but it was just about wanting to give more value. Yeah. And I think when we focus on giving more value and just being excellent, money automatically flows. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's, yeah, that's me there. Just going at it and loving what I do more than anything else. It is really living my purpose and not working, not having to work a day in my life. Yeah. Oh my God. How my how, that's how I feel too. I feel the same yeah. way. Like I don't, like I just get to wake up and do what I love to do. Like it doesn't feel like a regular job yeah. to me because I have so much freedom and flexibility with what I do. And Lori asked her a, a great question. And then I'll start with you, Natalie, because you just brought it on up. She said, what was the most useful thing from Jumpstart? So for those of you guys that don't know what Jumpstart is, we have a course called Jumpstart Your Online Tutoring Business Masterclass. And in that class, um, whether you are a tutor that is just getting started or a tutor who's been in business for a while, you get to learn like 
what are the strong foundations you need to have in place so that you can build your business? And then also on top of that, um, how do you get, get students? So how did, how did Jumpstart play a part in, in your whole entire process and what did you enjoy the most about it? Uh, sometimes we just need to get rid of the imposter syndrome. Mm. So one, because I'm from Trinidad and Tobago and the average l- um, f- lessons fee is around 200 TT, which is around 25, 30 US dollars per month. Mm-hmm. And that's in a group session and so on. Um, even some some tutors and teachers still charge that per month. So it was me believing that, yes, it does not matter how much I charge once I am able to give value. Um, and that started with the reading interventionist program as well. So I give value, I give you an excellent product. So you do not question my price. I've also learned coming out of that, that I can set up my own website. I do not have to, to, to outsource because these are the things that I learned to do in the Jumpstart program. How to, when I saw Esme, and this is something I say all the time, because I had been on Instagram, and the first moment I saw Esme, it was on a, a, a forum like this, and I deleted every single Instagram post I, I had. I just deleted all. Probably I had probably had about over 100, and I, I didn't close my account, but I deleted all. Because when you look at Esme's profile, you want to look like that mm. and all the support the accountability partner janice and robert they were my accountability partners and just knowing that i have to account to someone else janice kept saying natalie it's time to launch that website it is time to launch before our sessions hey robert we are on janice we are on and doing all of those things. So sometimes we think it's a one man show, Mm. especially in a country that is as small as mine. Um, We, because of our size, another tutor can see me as their competition. Mm. So it is so great to see collaboration over competition any day, because there are only certain amount of students that we can, that we can accommodate. Mm. I know, right? Exactly, exactly. And, and because when we see what really the numbers are, we realize how small we are in really being able to um, work with each of them one on one. And I love that's one of the big things that we love to promote is the collaboration. We don't have to work in isolation. We can network with each other. We can help each other. Um, we don't have to be fearful of other tutors. We can we can be like, no, let's be partners in this. And we're all going to benefit because of that. Right. I love it. How about for you, Justine? How did how did Jumpstart fit into this entire process for you? Again, it just fit in perfectly. Um, so let's see what happens. As I was saying before, I got your book and then I, you know, I read that in a Maureen. And then um, luckily when I came back um, from uh, working that day, um, there was an email from you about your reading interventionist class. And I was like, perfect. <laughs> this is exactly what I need right now to figure out how she does this. And so I signed up for that. And then, um, so that gave me, you know, the confidence to do the assessments and to um, teach the reading and that kind of thing. And so then, of course, um, naturally, then I found out about your jumpstart, which was perfect because I needed that for the business side to get going on that. And um, I loved it, like exactly like what Natalie said, you know, the collaboration and the community, um, because otherwise tutoring can, it can be a little lonely. Um, so I need that. And um, I loved the roadmap, how you go through and you see the roadmap where you are and then where you're going to go, like how you did that. And it just seemed like every time I had a question in my head, then that was the next thing we were going to do. It was just like serendipitous. I felt like, you know, really well thought out. And, um, I really appreciated that. And I liked also, I've mentioned this before in calls that I liked the, um, that Excel spreadsheet where you, um, it was, you know, a little bit of competition just to, you know, um, to do all the things, right? If you do all those things, then you're going to succeed. And I, that was motivating to me. Um, the other thing is that how I think I got clients is my flyer. Uh, I liked your flyer. I pretty much um, copied it and made it mine. And that's how I've gotten probably most of my students I have uh, 
right now have about 22, 23 students. Um, I started with one last August. And so they found me with my flyer. Mostly I put it up in Starbucks. And I also, since I've been subbing in the schools, um, I would give it to um, people that I connected with in the schools, like other teachers or whatever, and stuff like that. Um, I also did the Google My Business, which was really useful. I've gotten people that way too. And though um, now I'm really at the stage where I have to go back and revisit my website because I'd already actually started my, web, my website when I um, started Jumpstart. So I went a little out of order on that one. And um, now I need to go back because I'm at the point where I wish I could take like Jumpstart 2 or something like that. Because <laughs> <laughs> what I want to do now is really do the part where um, how to get found online, right? Because I'm, I have been found, you know, with my flyer and Google my business and stuff, but I really want to go the next step and be like, okay, I got to um, revisit this website, make it better and um, be found online, you know, yes. further away from my geographical area is my next goals. And that's what I'm working awesome. on now. So if you have a jump start too, let me know. Because well, actually <laughs> you're in it right now. It's called Insider Secrets Club. <laughs> and we continue to talk about the long-term strategies. Mm -hmm. So, and I think that's the big thing. Like in it, when we're first getting started, we just want to know, like, I just want to get students. Like, I just want to know how to get found. I just want to, I just want people to like, uh, know that I exist and and get students right like that's our very like first first thing and then we we build the longer plan inside of insiders so right now we're really diving deeper on into uh, telling your story and all the different ways that you can tell your story so you know how do we use you know social media and videos and content marketing blogging how do we use all of those different pieces so that we people can like type certain things inside of Google, right? And begin to find us. And and when that begins to happen, oh my gosh, it is awesome, right? Because no longer do you feel like you have to work to be able to get every single one of your students. You don't have to create a new flyer every time you're like, I don't have enough students. Let me create a flyer, put them on up. Or let me see if my old flyers are on up over there, right? We can take actions that are going to allow people to find us online. And I think that that's pretty cool. Tell us, um, Crystal, a little bit more about your journey and, and you know, how Jumpstart fell apart and fell into it for you. Yes, yeah, so I also had had my website started. I'd been doing this for almost a year before I found your program. And one of the things you originally had said in some of the videos I had, you know, binge watched was learning the SEO. And so that's where I originally started. Um, even before actually signing up for your class, I decided to learn everything I could about SEO for my website. And so one of the things that really stuck with me towards the beginning Oh, you went on mute for a second there. Oh, there we go. Uh, the accountability partner was one of the biggest things at the beginning that really stuck with me, helped me. I mean, I had my husband and family members, but it's a little different when they don't really know how to make you be, you know, um, sufficient and accountability for it. Yeah. And so, I mean, that was big as well as the daily actions. So I was one of those people that I would wake up and I would get my kids ready for school, take them to school, come home. I'd want to sit down, have a cup of coffee, or I would want to you know, check my email, do something. And then I'm like, as I got into your program more and more, I'm like, that is hurting me and my business. That is, you know, doing the exact opposite of what I want to be doing. And so then just setting up those daily actions, my five goals every day, getting them done, promoting my business. And then, you know, at lunch, I would give myself a lunch break to check my own personal email. Yes, yes. I love that. I love that. Instead of, you know, because I, I don't know if this ever happened to you. It's, it's happened to me over and over again. All of a sudden, like you wake up one day and it's already the end of the day. And you're like, what did I do today? Hmm. Right? But you don't really know how to get to, you know, when we read the compound effect, we read that, you know, as a group and we go through it and we're like, okay, what are the secrets that are being shared in here? And it is consistency over a length of time. You know, it's not about going all in and heavy and fast right at the beginning. It is sticking to the daily grind, not giving up. And so 
really, if you're a hot and heavy person, you're like, I'm all in or I'm all out. That's great. You can do that, but you have to do it over length of time, right? Like at least do it for three months or six months, you know, five days a week before you're going to say this doesn't work or I can't do it, right? Because sometimes when we go hot and heavy, we don't have the energy and the steam to keep going. We're like, oh my gosh, is it going to be this hard forever? And it's not because we get big mo in here and big mo starts adding momentum to our business and and a lot of people quit before Big Mo gets to uh, be in charge. And so I'm so glad that you guys have really been able to take those principles and put them into your business. Now, would you say that when you first started your tutoring business, all, all of your students just started finding you and you were completely book solid? Like, you don't really need any information in order to have a successful business. It just, like, happened for you accidentally? I would say that mine kind of started that way just from my um, teaching and having to leave early. However, that was only a partial business. You know, like I wasn't building the long-term clients. I was going by the seat of my pants. They would contact me, hey, this week, can we do tutoring? Sure, why not? Mm -hmm. And then as I continued with your program and deciding that this is a career choice, then it became more of a, I need to have my website. I need to have, you know, contracts. I need to have somehow like a way to pay them or keep track of it. Taxes became an issue. And it was like a lot of learning trial and error in the beginning that first year while I was flying solo. And so being able to find your program and having it all laid out would have been amazing when I first started but it also has called out a lot of things that I still am not doing correctly or that I could like seamlessly create a better system even within my program and my own business today. And so that has been something that, you know, is amazing and I, I can't ever say that. that back. I have people who always ask the question, they're like, well, if I've already been tutoring and I already have kind of like my business set up, like how would this help me? And I think we just don't realize that there are systems that other people are using that can can um, cut down on the amount of time that you spend doing them or that there are better processes in place so that, you know, as you get more students, you have better systems in place that will allow you to work with them more and work less on your business over over time. Um, what was your experience, Justine, as you started um, getting students? Were they coming in as fast as you wanted in the beginning? Well, um, yes, they did come in pretty quickly. So um, like, you know, in August, I had I had one pain one, but I also had one that I was doing for free because um, that was my experimental one. And then um, in September, all of a sudden I multiplied my August income by six. And then, and then in October and November, I added more students. So it, it did go kind of quickly. And my plan was that I was going to sub, I was going to balance, you know, I was going to sub a little bit and be in, still be in the classroom and that kind of thing. And then I was going to do a little bit of tutoring as I grew it, but it grew faster than I had predicted. And so all of a sudden I actually can't sub anymore. It's too much. I can't do both. You know, it's, um, I can't, <laughs> you know, okay. And so, um, so that was really surprising to me. I didn't expect that. However, I still have so much to learn and I still have anxiety because now I'm like, okay, well, summer's coming up. This is my first year. I've never done this before. I don't know what's going to happen this summer. Is it all going to be like, okay, bye, you know, like, (laughs) and I'm going to have nobody. I don't know. Right. And so I am still always learning. And that's why I am really glad to be in the Insider Secret Club because it is, it's continuing. Right. 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 Um, and the steps I need next. So. Yeah. And, 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 and here's the, the beautiful thing. If you're a reading tutor, this is a beautiful thing, is you can always use Summer Slide to keep your current clients that you have now. Be like, you've made so much gains. In fact, even if they're reading on grade level or above, I always suggest that they continue on in the summer because – you know, we don't want summer slide to happen, that they just stop reading completely. And then now they decrease in skills by the time they start school again. And so I always like keep them at least until September because then I'm going to have my next push of new students that are going to come on in. And so that definitely works. But you'll find um, around April, May, once you do start creating an online presence, you guys, that people will start finding you early and 
already starting to talk about summer pretty early uh, as time goes on. So keep building that online presence because that is what is going to uh, really kick in kick into gear later on as you continue to build and build your business, which is awesome. How about for you? How about for you, Natalie? Um, did you have all the students that you want? I know. Well, Justine, you actually had um, your students. You were enrolled in the Jumpstart program as you were getting started. And you guys, you want to know something about her? She was the Tutorpreneur Hero Award winner. She ended up getting the most amount of students as she was going through that. So she didn't have to go through the, wow, this is really slow getting students, right? Because you were already putting all of those pieces into place as you were building your business, which I think is so cool. How about for you, Natalie? Yeah. Um, okay. So how it happened for me is that because I was tutoring before, even though I'd been doing it part-time, students were coming through referrals, but there were students and clients that I knew, clients from around my area. However, when I started the jumpstart, when I really started the marketing part of tutoring, and I started putting myself out there and seeing it as my business and operating um, in the same way, that's when people from all over the country, both Trinidad and Tobago, started finding me. If I put up a TikTok video, I get calls immediately. People ask, people, people, people are finding out, people are messaging um, on my WhatsApp, on my, um, on my website now, asking and finding out, do you have space? Can you work with my child? Uh, that freebie also works because I'm also building my email list from there. Oh my gosh, I love it. I saw your TikTok too. I was just like, look at her. She has been on here. <laughs> and I was like watching one of your TikToks and you know, like other people's comments and stuff come on up. And one of the comments was, oh, do you teach reading? Yes. Uh, can you help my child? I was like, oh, and it's converting. Like yes. she's not just on TikTok, like doing the crazy dances and and just being like fun and 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 weird you're actually sharing some powerful tips with people that they're finding value from and then they're like I want you to work with my kid that's mm -hmm. awesome and I also have a student from Fort Lauderdale really and I have yes and I have been getting referrals from tutors.com as well uh -huh. as well as from another program um that I'm a licensed reading tutor for so I'm also getting a lot of um referrals from there as well yeah, yeah. have you guys yeah. um experienced yet the roller coaster of the tutoring industry <laughs> crystal's like yeah tell us about it crystal <laughs> Yeah, so being that I started a year ago, I did have some of that roller coaster, especially the students coming and going, uh, parents who thought that their kid had made enough gains to stop completely. Luckily, once I started to realize this was my career choice, I did give a two-week minimum notice. So I was kind of prepared for them to not tutor anymore. But it always amazes me to see them contact me within the next two, three months as a progress report comes out or as their school grade cards come out and they're like, wait a minute, they were getting A's. Now all of a sudden their grades are going back down. They're going the wrong way. And then they would contact me to want to set up more tutoring. And so it's kind of helping me to realize maybe in my wording and in the way that we meet that I continue to talk about that slide. Like, yes, you're going to see these gains, but let's remember that if you abruptly quit or stop tutoring, your child is losing those resources. And it's been something where I'm able to now convert my clients from two, three months, smaller terms to year long. Mm -hmm. I have clients that are now, you know, looking towards the future. They're not looking to quit anytime soon. Yes. And so that was something that I really was awakened to last summer when I had a lot of the roller coasters, um, people wanting to quit, not wanting to join and things like that. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I think you guys are going to find, too, that um, uh, the roller coaster can hit at any point in time in our business. Things can be going really well and then not so well. And that's where we just, like, really pick up the marketing piece, right? When we don't have those students know. I want you guys just to know in your heart that that next student is right around the corner, right? And uh, they will come. And sometimes those, those parents, they reach out, like, can you take another student and like now when that happens I'm like I am so sorry I don't have any other spots open like but I can refer you to another tutor if you'd be interested do you want me to introduce you to them and they're like well when are you going to have another spot that's open we really want to work with you and I have to like look at my schedule like well okay like when would that be as I take a look at where my students are kind of on the on the trajectory right and and when do I think the next one is going to leave it's almost like you're trying to guess at like which one my students stay with me so long I had no idea. Like, that piece of it blew me away. Like, I had one client. I worked with his family for eight years. Eight years. Like, he just had another another kid. One At one point, I was working with four people just from that one family. And then um, and then I was working with, you know, three. And then I was working with two. And then it, they doubled up on time with the one kid. And, and he was super young. It's like, you just never know where this is going to, like, land you. But, I mean, when your customers fall in love with you, they want to work with you over and over again in any way that they can. And I think that's that's a really cool thing that will uh, make you feel better as you build this business as people do value what it is that you do. Uh, are some people um, – I had one uh, friend of mine who ended up saying, um, you know, she thought that the – the tutor I referred for SAT tutoring, you know, was really pricey. And I said, yes, but you have to think about cost over time. Like, how much is it going to – how much will your daughter be able to get in um, in scholarships or even a reduced price at the school that she attends, right? You have to think about cost over time instead of the, the exact cost it's going to cost me right now. And um, as soon as she was done and she saw that her daughter went from an 18 to a 31 in reading over eight weeks, she was like, you were right, Joanne. Like, you were so right. And I think people don't understand that getting the right tutor to get those kinds of results is priceless. And people really care about that piece of it. So let's talk about what do you think the future looks like for you and and tutoring? Uh, let's start with Justine. Where do you see yourself going from here? Um, well, I see myself continuing. So I see myself right now working on my um, the marketing part and getting found online, doing more videos, and I will try TikTok, um, Instagram, all that. And then I also see myself possibly, um, I am also going to try to do a niche on OutSchool with Italian and do some group classes. Um, I've been accepted to OutSchool. And so I'm going to, um, I'm going to try that too, to have like you know, not have all my eggs in one basket, I guess. Yes. <laughs> also, yeah. And also because I want to try to reach more like those homeschoolers. And I think that would be a good way. Um, and that way I'm not also competing with myself, right? Because I'm doing Italian for that and then mm -hmm. still reading on my own. Um, that's really, I guess, where I'm going. I mean, I just want to continue. I have like, I haven't actually experienced the roller coaster yet, but I'm, um, you know, I'm always thinking I'm going to, so I want to avoid that or have a plan. <laughs> I love that. Like, you know, it, it's possible and others experience it. So why not put the pieces in place right now to, to overcome it? Yeah, I love it. <laughs> that is a great, that is a great plan. How about for you, Natalie? Definitely YouTube. I want to go on YouTube, post my videos on YouTube. I'm also thinking about ways where I can advocate, probably have a group, build a team where we can advocate for assessments and screenings and to even get parents and guardians to get the child assessed and get them screened because they are accommodations, accommodations that they're not aware of. Because sometimes when you, when you encounter that slow processing speed, it does not mean that a child does not know what to do, but they just need the extra time because the mm -hmm. time is short to do whatever, um, to do the test. So I think I want to play some kind of role there in 
working with parents, working with um, just just getting that word out there. Hey, have your child screened, have your child assessed, as well as building a team where I can also pass on um, clients mm -hmm. to teachers and tutors that are not just not. You, I believe in not you, you can't send a doctor eagle school so it's not just about knowing all the technical stuff but also having that smile and having the patience so that the child gets a totally different experience a new and an enjoyable experience so those are the things that I am thinking about and on TikTok people have even been asking do you host workshops for teachers so I'm thinking about doing some more oh, of that as well oh very cool yeah so I've heard about like kind of opening up your services so that you can work more daytime hours like Justine's doing with bringing in homeschool. Natalie, you've talked about um, adding other tutors into the, the the mix for you. What's what's in the future for you, Crystal? So for me, definitely, I kind of took a step back this past few months from marketing just so I could really hone in on the brand I want to present. And so I, through your program, kind of noticed that when I was doing it all by myself, I was a hot mess. Um, I was all over the place. And so I have kind of done similar things where I've taken down posts. And so now I'm working on a complete rebrand, uh, year long um, types of posts for Instagram, like being very cautious of what I'm putting out and intentional in what I am putting in front of people. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm working towards that. I have my business completely full for myself, but I do have two colleagues that I previously worked for that have started tutoring underneath me. And so some of the new clientele I've been getting through your program and you've been helping me reach have actually been to fill their schedules. Oh, awesome. And so, yes. And so I'm really excited to hopefully be at a point where I'll have at least one more tutor working under me as well so that we can kind of work together to build my overall brand for my company. That's awesome. So we've got another one who is building, you know, building it by adding tutors. And another option for people, too, is to bring in uh, courses, you know, to think about, like, how can I create courses to be able to um, help those that I want to serve? And how do I go about that? Like, how do I create the course? How do I sell the course? All those kinds of things. So we're actually going to be hosting in uh, about a week and a half it is a free webinar on how to create courses uh the right way so that you can make money from them over and over again so i love the idea too of build building in that uh recurring income that doesn't mean that you have to be trading your hours um you know in the beginning we have to work a lot harder you know we're not getting paid for that time that we're putting on in it's not like a job right at a job i show up and whether i do a good job or not i get paid but when i have to like start my own tutoring business i have to put in a lot of work before i begin getting those those clients and those students and and the same thing with a course i have to put in a lot of time and effort to create that course and to make sure it's the right course and to put those pieces into place and and so that is something that i have been doing successfully in addition to my own tutoring to help with that roller coaster um, since 2012 and now it has completely surpassed my tutoring income to the point where sometimes you have to question like do I even continue tutoring I love tutoring so I don't know if that that's going to be a part of the equation anytime soon because when you're a born teacher you just it's really hard to to, to give that up so um but it's really, it's really cool. It's really exciting when those things start to happen. And so definitely come and join us uh, for that. The link is inside of the description for this live stream, whether you're watching us live on Facebook or inside of YouTube. And if you like hearing these kinds of stories, subscribe to my YouTube channel and hit like there for us because that helps us to be able to gain more momentum, let other tutors know that what's possible, what they can accomplish, and what they can do. So tell us what what does your tutoring uh, business look like today as we sit in the present time how many students do you have are you making the amount of income that you want to make at this point Justine where, where are you at with your tutoring business um so I am I just have a few spots available right now left um I'm pretty busy 
Um, my day is getting, I'm, I, you know, I, I have my mornings. Um, I'm really starting to enjoy that, <laughs> not getting up and going somewhere and um, getting more systematic and working on the marketing. And then I start with the students. So it depends, like sometimes are later, but like on Wednesdays, I start at one o'clock. So that's pretty good. And then I go straight till seven. So Wednesdays mm -hmm. is my most um, difficult day as far as just going back to back to back. And I do get pretty tired out at, at the end of the day. Um, but um, yeah. <laughs> Very cool. That's awesome. I love it. How about for you? Where are you at with your business, Natalie? Yesterday, I had 15 sessions. So uh, 15 sessions, half hour sessions. So today I have eight. And I also have my creative writing class. That's a group session. So uh -huh. that's a one hour session later on. Um, that actually starts at 430. But yeah, and I have I'm at a point where I'm waiting for some cycles to end so that I can um, take on a new a new cycle because I have a, a wait list because I am I'm I'm booked. Nice. Um, so you guys are not hearing the the journey of people that are just getting started. You're hearing the journey of people who you know they're really successful with their business. Same thing with Crystal. You you heard how she's completely book solid and now she's getting clients for her other tutors that are um, working with her. And I think that is absolutely incredible. So uh, thank you go so much, you guys, for sharing your journey through this process, how you get started, and you know what's what's been working for you and. And um, in a few weeks, you're going to see uh, the Jumpstart Your Masterclass open again. That'll be uh, later in April. Uh, if you're not on the list, you can join the wait list uh, for that course. And um, we also have our Insider Secrets Club for when people are ready to join that. If you ever want to be able to join uh, and you're wondering what is going to be the best fit, either Jumpstart or Insiders, I'm not sure which I should join, uh, contact myself or Beth and we'll help you through that process and determine what is going to be the next best step for you. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us today and we will be back here next did you know that the online tutoring industry is a $1 billion industry and that it is projected to grow to $112 billion over the next five years, according to Technavio? Now, I believe that to succeed in this business as individual tutors, we need to stand together and unite, which is why I have created the largest community of online tutors helping each other on Facebook. I'd like to invite you to join our free group, the ultimate support group for online tutors. I want to help you get found, hired, and referred so that you don't have to compete with other tutors, but instead can collaborate and grow so that you can help students all over the world and have the freedom and flexibility to allow you to do what you love. In fact, I want you to feel amazing every time you have a light bulb moment with your students. I want you to have so many light bulb moments that you light up an entire city. All you need to do is go to Facebook, type in Ultimate Support Group for Online Tutors, and hit join. What are you waiting for? Join today.